Welcome to Crankin' Sprockets, a weekly call-in podcast that answers your questions, provides insights and advice, and starts a conversation about bicycles. This episode, we head to the Front Range of Colorado to meet Trent Newcomer, a franchise partner with VeloFix, the mobile bike shop. Trent is a veterinarian and an entrepreneur with a passion for cycling. You could say that Trent is the poster guy for the VeloFix experience, a busy professional who wants to save time and ride more. During our conversation, we learned that Trent cares deeply about his local community and ensures that every member of his VeloFix mobile team shares his vision. Hey, so today we're really psyched to have Trent Newcomer, who's with VeloFix, um, lives up in the Boulder Fort Collins area of Colorado on the show. And hey, Trent, welcome to Crankin' Sprockets, man. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, not a problem. Hey, you know, Trent, tell us a little about yourself. I know um, it, it's kind of interesting. We'll get into the whole VeloFix story. What's your, what's your background, man? Yeah, so I grew up in Kansas City and actually started uh, my first real exposure to uh, bikes was I... Uh, she started racing BMX when I was about nine nice, um, nice. and did that for several years until uh, girls and cars took most of my attention, <laughs> um, you know, at 15 and 16, got away yeah. from, got away from cycling for a little while and then moved out to, uh, to Boulder for uh, business school right. uh, to go to CU. And, you know, that was, that was in the late eighties yeah. um, when mountain biking was, you know, kind of really kicking off and and especially there yeah, yeah and i sort of rediscovered uh riding a bike because i kind of felt like mountain biking was kind of felt like bmx for for big kids yeah, and really yeah. uh found a passion for that pretty early on right um after i graduated i uh rode my bike around new zealand for a couple months and then nice. uh you know worked and then ended up uh backpacking around the world for for a couple years, um, interspersed with working at a bike shop in Denver, right. uh, and then, you know, got into other, other work things and, and, um, got a, got a real job and then, uh, decided to, uh, to, to get away from the little more of the business world and actually went to vet school. So that moved oh. back out to Fort <laughs> let me, Collins. Let me just say that's a left turn, but cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, you know, I'd grown up around animals and, uh, and just, you know, kind of decided that, uh, you know, to, to get back to following yeah. my passion from that standpoint. And yeah, so have lived out in Colorado ever since and went to vet school at CSU here in Fort Collins. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I've maintained my, my passion for cycling Very throughout cool. yeah. and, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you're right, man. Being in Colorado at that time, um, I was up there in the early nineties, actually did, um, uh, these two cult mountain bike films, tread and retread. And really just got a flavor for it. And, um, you know, as much as things have progressed, I, you know, I still have that, you know, the great memories. And that, that was an amazing time to be out there. You were right in the middle of it. So cool. So, so I, I have to ask, man, now, Velofix, tell us a little about Velofix and, and how you found them, how you got in with them, because I, this is a really cool new kind of twist to the whole world of, of bicycle, bicycle maintenance and all of that. Yeah. So basically for those uh, unfamiliar with what VeloFix is, it's a, we're a, you know, it's a, it's a franchise. It's, we're a full service mobile bike shops. We operate out of uh, customized Sprinter vans. Um, they contain our entire shops um, wow. as well as pretty comprehensive inventory of parts and accessories. Yep. Uh, the idea is simply that we, uh, you know, go to our customers, um, you know, and take the bike shop to them kind of whenever and wherever they, 
they want uh so we can kind of save them time so they can get out and ride more and get about their get around and do their do their things that they want to do more so that's sort of the idea of it now how i got into it uh i was a a business owner i owned i owned a vet clinic and was practicing full-time and and uh, had family uh didn't really have much time to take my bike to the shop when needed and i did a lot of the work Uh, myself at that time anyway but um, it, it was really difficult finding, finding that time to, to drop my bike at the shop, wait yeah, for a few days yeah, to get it back and then yeah. pick it up later yep. because every spare moment I had, I wanted to, that I wasn't with my family or working. I was trying on to be bike. on my bike. Yeah. So, it, you know, it started for me, it started for a search for a better way as a customer. Yeah. And around that time, um, my wife who used to get entrepreneur magazine, um, there was an article, this was shoot, this was 2015, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was an article about five up and coming mobile franchises in entrepreneur magazine. And she saw that she opened the magazine to, uh, that article, uh, <laughs> left it on the dining room table for me. I'm sure much to her <laughs> chagrin now. Um, and Bellofix was one of the five, uh, new franchises yeah. that, was written up and I found it pretty interesting. It was actually founded in Vancouver Yeah, and um, they had just at that time opened franchises or were opening franchises to the U S and really I looked at it as a, initially as a, wow, what a great concept. This is kind of exactly what I'm looking for as a customer. Right. Uh, they had just started franchises, so they weren't available. Um, the service wasn't available in the, in the U S right. I went to their website, or at least in in Colorado, yeah. I went to their website and it said, you know, kind of research a little bit more. It said, hey, uh, do you want information about starting a franchise? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, you know, within within 24 hours, I was on the phone with the president of the company. And after, <laughs> Great. Yeah. you know, kind of weekly conversations for a couple of months, um, and discussions and, you know, getting comfortable with the concept right. and things like that, I, you know, I decided, hey, you know what, from a you know, I might, I might be interested in this more. And I yeah. felt like obviously where I am here in Colorado on the front range, oh, it's man. the, yeah. it's a prime, prime location. Mecca. And it was, yeah. you know, seemed like it was fast growing and I had the opportunity to lock up a, a, a prime territory. So, yeah. you know, one thing led to another and, and here we are. Yeah. Very cool. No, I, I the concept's incredible. I am, um, you know, I, when I saw it initially, you know, my thought was, wow, can you imagine? I mean, you know, and I'm sure you do this and we'll, we'll talk about this in a second. But, you know, I was thinking, man, back at places I worked where I commuted to the office, wouldn't it have been cool if you could have come there and taken care of four of us? You know what I mean? Like like all of us right. brought our bikes downstairs and said, hey, here, you know, what, we, you know, take your time. We'll, you know, we're here all day. Thanks, man. So that's really cool. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the things, Chris, that we do. I mean, you know, certainly our bread and butter is going to individuals' homes. But right, right. another thing that we do more and more as the word gets out about just that is we work with a number of companies that want to want to be more bike friendly kind of their health and wellness departments yeah uh we've started working with a lot of multi-tenant office buildings particularly in denver they reach out to us and just they offer it as a service to their tenants that is amazing Um, and it's great for us because we can come out there and take care of a lot of people uh, at the same time. So we can more service more bikes without, yeah, yeah, abso- yeah. absolutely. Yeah. From a pure business perspective, right. but the neat thing too is for businesses and, and for these buildings, they can kind of promote it almost as an internal 
bike to work day. Right, right. And, you know, we're all about promoting, you know, promoting cycling, you know, and if we can get more people getting out on their bikes and things like that and getting maybe bikes that had been uh, sitting in the garage unused, yeah. But hey, you know, wow, this is staring me right in the face. I can either ride in today or lo- even load my bike into the car and just drop it off with the guy, go about my day. He'll shoot me a text or give me a call when it's ready to go yep. and come down, pick it up and be done with it. And it doesn't have to take any extra time at all. And then suddenly folks have a bike that's working well right, that right, maybe right. gets them excited about riding yeah. again. And that's certainly our, our goal to get more people on bikes. What I think is interesting is, though, that what a great thing. I mean, you know, health and wellness and people, you know what I mean? Almost like HR departments saying, hey, you know, we ought to do this for our employees. That's pretty cool. Um, Absolutely. Hey, I also saw on your, um, on your personal site or, you know, part of the VeloFix, your site for Colorado, um, you also do a lot of sponsorship. So I imagine events have got to be huge, man. You pull up with the van, you, I don't know, you know, you got your setup there. People have got it. That's got to be huge, um, kind of a, an awareness builder for you. It is. And yeah, for two reasons. Number one, obviously, as a pure awareness builder and getting out there because, you know, our, our mobile concept is tailor-made to events and things like that because we don't have to load random tools and parts into a van and go there we have our entire shop there with accessories and parts so it it works very well for that we try to you know we want to provide people with the best experience and and the neat thing about that too is so many of the rides around here are for really good causes as well and we we really uh, we really enjoy working with a lot of those organizations and those rides to support really good causes too. Um, yeah. You know, so, so it's, it's a lot of fun because in a lot of those rides, it's interesting because some of those rides, people are all about the ride, yeah. um, which is great. Um, in other rides, they're all about the cause and you right. sort of see, see that, that spectrum and we're there to help, you know, whoever it might be, but anything we can do, to promote those causes, to promote those rides. And again, get people out on their bikes that maybe wouldn't otherwise do that. And the interesting thing is for a lot of those rides, you know, you have a lot of folks that have been on their bike a lot training for a particular ride to do a century or something like that. But then there's also that, that, uh, faction of those riders that basically, said, yeah, I wanted to do it for the cause yeah. or for the scenery yeah. or whatnot. And I just pulled my bike out of the garage last week. Can you give it a look before I go do the 75 mile ride? And, and that's um, going to make you feel good on a local level, man. I, my aunt, I, and I'm not, I don't want to get, you know, I'm not saying this, you know, to get down some lane, but my aunt died of Parkinson's up in Colorado. And, um, you okay. know, way before, you know, I, I saw one of your, one of your events was the Parkinson's, the ride. Oh, and, Parkinson's. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I've actually helped people that I worked with who a gentleman came down with MS and, you know, I got him on a sit bike with, you know, pedal and, you know, anything we could do just like you said, you know, yeah. Okay. You could do the stationary bike in the house, but come on, if you're outside, you know what it does for your psyche. It's, it's, it's so much right. better for you mentally. So way to go, man. That's yeah. really cool. So, so well, glad you started well, doing that. Yeah. And one of the things, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember how I got into this business is uh, honestly purely just a passion for cycling. I mean, I quite frankly was plenty, plenty busy with my, my other job. Right. So, and the, uh, the goal of sharing that passion with folks, um, that's kind of, you know, continued throughout. Um, and that's, that's a lot of fun. So right, I've right. certainly maintained that almost childlike passion and excitement about what we do yeah. and to see that, uh, to be able to share that with others and hopefully heighten their experience, give them an opportunity to ride their bikes more or introduce them to, uh, to bikes is fantastic. One of the organizations right. that we do a lot of work with is called wish for wheels that gives, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. gives bikes to gives new bikes to young, young kids in need. And, 
we love being a part of that. We do their, you know, quality control on their builds and things like that. And it's just a wonderful organization. And our mechanics love doing it because it gives them an opportunity to use their skills to give back to folks. And, and we all know anyone listening to, you know, listening to this podcast is I presume pretty passionate about bicycles and it has has had a positive effect on their life in probably many ways. So to be able to share that opportunity with youngsters that maybe wouldn't otherwise have that opportunity is pretty stinking special. It really is. You know, and and again, um, I I actually, on one of our episodes, we met a guy named Bob, the bike man, Charlotte, doing the same thing. He's dying of a degenerative um, neurological disease up in Massachusetts and same thing. She's gifted something like over 1400 bicycles now to kids. So same program. And I, it's almost like we should create a network of all of you guys across the country. Cause it really is huge, man, getting kids yeah. on bikes. So oh, it's fantastic. So, it's life changing. Yeah. It certainly can be. Yeah. So I, I got to ask you, man, now, now I know this might be a tough question, so you can answer it multiple parts, but who's your typical customer? You know, is, is it, is it the hardcore <laughs> cyclist? Is it the, is it the person who, you know, said, Hey, I'd ride my bike more if only the thing worked. I just can't get it to operate. So, so yeah, how would you answer you know, that? Well, uh, that's, that's a, that's a, uh, complicated question. and yeah. multi, yeah, it is a loaded question. I'll yeah. tell you, I mean, we don't have a typical customer. Um, we've worked on world champions, bikes, Olympians, bikes. Wow. Um, and we yeah. also work on, uh, you know, everybody in between. Now, I mean, when I got into this business, I, you know, I got excited about it because I felt like I was the typical customer, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, a, a busy, busy person with a family and a, a busy time-consuming job that loves riding bikes but just doesn't have enough time to go to the shop right right and so I, that's what i was like oh well i'm the perfect customer and, and shoot <laughs> i i know that i know this person yeah and yeah. you know then then tell you a quick story yeah. um when i went to the bank to open up my business checking account there was a lady the lady helping me out right she was in her I'd say she was in her 50s um and she you know kind of routinely said oh tell me about your business yeah and i told her and as i was telling her the story her eyes got really big and she said you mean you can come out to my house and fix my bike? And I said, yeah, that's what we do. And she said, because I love riding bikes, but I've got to tell you a story. I haven't been on my bike for a year and a half because it has a flat tire. Oh my And, God. Oh. and she said, the, the thing is, I don't know how to change the flat tire. Oh. And I'm too embarrassed to take it to the shop and tell them that that's why I haven't been able to ride my bike. And, you know, and she said, now the bike's been sitting in the garage for a year and a half and it needs other work too. You mean you could help me because I'd love to get back on my bike. And I said, yeah, 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 that's absolutely what we do. But here's the thing, Chris, the amazing thing with this is the bank where I was sitting at that time shared a parking lot with one of the biggest bike shops in town. (laughs) So with her, you know, my barrier to getting my bike worked on when I needed it, uh, to, when I needed to take it to the shop yeah. is pure time yeah. and not wanting to be without my bike for a few days versus her, embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. Versus pure intimidation. <laughs> and, and so that really, that was very early in the game and that really pivoted our entire mission. Dude, dude, um, that, at least locally, it was a really, it was a, it was a, it was a yeah. very cool and very eye-opening experience. And, and to be able to take care of her, is absolutely every bit as rewarding for me as a business owner and also my mechanics yeah. to to th- that's as every bit as rewarding as as it is to work on some world champion yeah bike. And, and, it, re- and, it really is and dude i gotta tell you man listen I, you travel a lot i used to i travel a lot with my bikes and and how many times have you walked into a strange shop they don't know you and you get the attitude and i can mm-hmm. see her intimidation you're like okay guys you know and you don't want to sit there and start bragging or say, hey, you know, well, actually, I, but, but it's, yeah, you're right. 
So that's cool. Hey, and, and you need to tell your customers, when I was at Outside Magazine, we great story. Tom Cruise got into mountain biking. You know, Tom Cruise, right? Okay, Mission Impossible guy. He gets a flat tire, and he didn't know what to do, so he got on his phone and called the bike shop to come out and fe- rescue him. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted yeah, to be man. he wanted to be backed out you know he wanted he wanted the sag wagon to come get him and fix his flat so you know she's right. not alone <laughs> no and, and and the cool thing about you know and the other thing i told her you know i said not only will we i mean we don't we we can't you know we wouldn't be financially sustainable if we came out to people's houses just to fix their flats yeah, i mean yeah, we do yeah, tune-ups yeah. and full yeah, services right, of right. course but you know the other thing that i told her was not only will we come out and tune up your bike and fix your flat in the process but you know, we want to be very transparent. Right. We, we would welcome you to be in the van asking questions, watching yeah, us yeah, do it. Yeah. We'll explain what we're doing so you can learn how to do this yeah. so you won't be as fearful and apprehensive to get – not only will your bike be working, but you will actually know your bike better. Very and then cool. if this happens again, very cool. you can maybe fix it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. then you're more confident on the bike. You won't have to restrict your ride to within one and a half miles from your house. Yeah. So if you do get stranded, you'll have to walk it back. Yeah. Take, your, take, take some stuff. Take a flat kit yeah. out with you right know how to do it and then you can ride your bike more and it, that is again i can't tell you how rewarding that is yeah. both for myself yeah. and our mechanics to get someone who loves riding yeah yeah get out on a bike again and to be able oh, to be a yeah. small part of breaking down that barrier to to ha- give her the and others the enjoyment the health and wellness and all of these things that's to be honest with you i didn't know it at the time when i made the decision right. to, to right. do this but that's what I wanted to do. And, yeah. and that's continued to do that. And when I look at hiring mechanics and things like that, I tell them that story and I make darn sure yeah, yeah, that understand. they understand that. And they see yes. I, that I see that glimmer in their eye yeah. and they get it because yeah. if they don't get it, then they're right. then, not then right. it won't work. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that they're not the right. They could be an excellent mechanic, but, but they're yeah. not going to be the right person for for this thank and you. that's no, kind of what we look at it's true that was my question uh, you know and i want to get into the whole winter season thing with you but real quick um i, I it seemed when i saw velofix and i saw you and i saw you know getting that kind of lay of the land i had the sense that you guys have to be incredible brand ambassadors you have to be customer now i'm not saying people in, in brick and mortar shops aren't but i think Correct. there's something about what you guys are doing mobile and getting out into their place of business or their home or their market, I, it's, I think it's critical, man. You, you nailed it. That's exactly right. So, wow. Hey, so, so I got to ask, man, winter's coming. And we've been talking to folks all over the country with how they deal with the changing of the seasons, man. What does your market look like up, you know, up there in Colorado now that you know, you're kind of starting to head into the snow season? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I mean, we certainly pivot. You know, you've obviously got your your year-round riders, which yep. is great. Th- yep. This time of year, we're doing a lot of uh, – you know, a, a pretty good amount of assemblies of new bikes. Um, we do partner with a lot of online, uh, you know, online bike manufacturers and right, sellers. Right. Um, so folks basically, you know, they order this bike online Yep. and it comes to them in a box and they maybe don't know what they're doing yeah. uh, as far as assembling it goes. So we, again, try to break down the barrier Got of it. Got it. getting that bike assembled correctly. So it's operating at its best and those right. kinds of things. So obviously with the holidays coming up, people oh, yeah. are doing that more. Oh, yeah. um, so there's that aspect. Right. You, again, you always have the serious year round riders that always, you know, have things going on, especially with the road debris and stuff. It tends to wear things down more. Um, so there's that, uh, we, you know, this time of year we work 
work on some bikes that are on indoor on trainers. Right. Um, ah, you know, because man, those bikes, bikes on trainers, they take an absolute beating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, so there's those things that we just, uh, you know, at the tail end of cyclocross season, obviously, but, uh, yeah. you know, a fairly niche, uh, fairly yeah. niche customer of, of which I am, I'm part of that, uh, you know, part of that crew. So I kind of, I'm pretty passionate about cyclocross. So, um, you know, so we see some of that. And, and the other thing is we actually, uh, you know, we actually do skis and snowboards, uh, as well out of the van. So yeah, so we're set up to (laughs) set up to do that. And, and, you know, as we know, most, most cyclists, at least in Colorado are also skiers and snowboarders. So, you know, we, we build their trust, um, you know, as a, as a bike shop and then for right. the same, you know, the same restrictions, right. Or yeah. the, the yeah. same barriers. Um, I know me, you know, myself personally, right. shoot. I mean, my, you know, I don't, I don't go skiing as much as I used to, but right. when I do, I, I grab and go yeah. and, yeah. and you know, every time I get out there, I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember I told myself <laughs> I last time I was out wax. here that everybody's going a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I need a little bit of wax and oh this edge and I forget about it, but because yeah. I just, again, don't have the time or right, don't think right. about it. So it's, yeah. So same Very thing cool. with, you know, with, with the, with the, uh, businesses and particularly the multi-tenant office buildings, there are a number of them that have us come out wow. once a month, every year, like the third Wednesday of every month. And we, it's kind of fun because starting in, you know, in, in, uh, in March, for instance, right. we start doing skis and bikes. Right, right. April through October, we do bikes, and then starting in November, we pivot back uh, to skis and yeah, bikes. And then December yeah. through, we gen- we are we can always do bikes, of course. Right, right. But most of the most of the monthly yeah. visits are right now skis uh-huh. and snowboard. So that that keeps you know c- keeps the guys rolling and keeps us going. Um, you know, overall, it is the it's particular. We are a bike shop first right, and right, foremost. Right. You know, I of love course, it, and, and that is it. a very seasonal, right. uh, seasonal, seasonal situation here. So it does slow down a little bit, which, right, right. to be honest with you, is okay because it gives us the opportunity to, after you know super busy yeah. cycling season. Everybody again. needs a rest. Yeah, yeah you bet. Yeah. We got to yeah. we got to rest a little bit. We got to get our systems in place. Yeah. We got to get everything dialed wow. for the next season. So it actually works pretty well. But then we you know, then we fill those gaps with, uh, you know, with what, you know, what we just talked about. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it works. The cycle works out pretty well. Well, you know, that, that's excellent, man. I, I can't say enough. Thanks, man. This has been huge and lightning. Um, I, I'll, I'll lay a funny one on you. So when I was at outside magazine, we did an event up in, um, I think it was, um, Westminster, um, up in the, uh, the wet mountains in, in Colorado, um, kind of due West of Colorado Springs. And we were at this ranch and there was this German guy there and he was a huge mountain biker, but he was a wrangler at the ranch. So every morning he would get on his mountain bike. This is in the mid nineties. And he, he would, he would bring the horses in for the guests on his mountain bike. And I used to laugh. Do you just think for you, it'd be one stop shopping. You got to take care of your vet business. You could tune his right. bike. He can. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. You know, when I, I worked at, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but I, uh, in the, let's see, before I went to vet school, yeah. I guess in the late, right after I got back in the country from traveling for a right. couple of years, I was, a, I was actually a wrangler at a ranch up outside of Granby, the oh, Sea Lazy boy. Ranch. Yeah. And, um, at that time, uh, you know, I was a mountain biker as well. Yeah. I kind of talked to them, Hey, you, man, the, the trails and everything here are fantastic <laughs> for mountain biking. What do you say? You open this up to your oh, guests. And, man. and I, you know, the, the, the that, that, well, they weren't really interested in that at the time. Well, now the Sea Lazy U Ranch oh, yeah. uh, does have a fleet of mountain bikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so we, you know, and I, I, I fortunately, um, 
you know, have, uh, you know, no folks there. So they've got a fleet of really nice bikes uh, and we one go up there, take, take uh, care of their bikes. Nice. Um, it's fun for me to go back there cause it's yeah. a special place yeah. and we, but we do, we do their fleet and work uh, on, you know, they've got, you know, we last, uh, shoot last spring, I guess in April we were there, I was there with every one of my mechanics for about a 13 hour day oh, and yeah. we redid the suspension on every one of their bikes and you know replaced chains and did everything to keep their bikes operating and that was a lot of fun and no, then they kidding. do uh they do a mountain bike uh you know there's just great trails and access oh, there now nice. now primarily they're a guest ranch with the horses yeah, yeah. so you gotta you gotta you know the 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 guests there's a certain period of time and certain trails that they get they can be on when they're right, up right, there right. to yeah. stay out of the way of the horses yeah. but it's a nice mix and it's a lot of fun so it's always enjoyable again the mobile the mobile shop concept can I'm we envious. do that and, and uh. shut services down to go do a work on a fleet of bikes up in the mountains even though it's technically outside yeah. of our daily operational territory. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of fun for that mix too. Well, well now you've done it, man. I'm sending you my resume. That, that, <laughs> that, that gig, that gig would be insane. I swear that that one would just be incredible. Hey, you know yeah. what, Trent, I just wanted to say, man, thanks. This has been enlightening. Um, can't wait. Um, hey, everybody's listening to this, man. Check out VeloFix. You know, if you're up in the Colorado, the, uh, the, the Fort Collins, um, kind of North Boulder area, get a hold of Trent Newcomer and his team there. Um, well worth it. Hey, Trent Newcomer, um, thanks. You know, we really appreciate your time and, and uh, our great conversation. And, man, good luck with VeloFix. I look forward to see, meeting you soon and coming out there and checking you guys out, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Chris. And just just so you know, we do also uh, we do Fort Collins, Boulder, and we also cover all of Denver as well. Oh so, my God! Way um, to go. Yeah, we we have a have a wide range. We got a few vans, and there's even a uh, uh, VeloFix. It's not under my yeah. guidance, but there's a VeloFix franchise as well in Colorado Springs. Wow. So yeah, we go. we have the front, whole entire Front Range cover. But yeah, thanks for the time, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate appreciate talking to you. Take care, man. All the best. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Take care. Bye bye. Wow. Trent has led a really interesting life, centered around his passion for bicycles. And we have a strong suspicion a guy with this much energy can change the world one bike at a time. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Crank and Sprockets. Join us next week for more callers, more stories, more fun. And remember, keep spinning.